Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Donald Trump's lawyer Joe Tacopina made the media rounds today insisting the former president did not falsify any business records. Tacopina calls the indictment vanilla. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett is joining us on Drive Time. Major, thanks for being with us. So we're a day removed from yesterday's spectacle. What are your thoughts a day later? There are a lot of questions for the country. One of the questions is, what is the source of this trauma? What is this source of this history-making moment? Is it former President Trump and his underlying conduct? Or is it a particular decision by a particular district attorney in Manhattan? What's the source of this trauma? The former president wants the country to believe it's not his fault. It's the DA's fault. The DA is saying, no, 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 no. There's a pattern here, and it affected a 2016 election, and there's a crime, and I intend to prosecute that. And because it hasn't happened before, meaning an indictment of a former president, we are stressed as a country about this. We're stressed that this, that things have come to this, and we'd like a resolution. Guess what? We're not going to get one anytime soon. I mean, honestly, if this schedule holds, and I'm not sure it will, but if this schedule holds... December 4th is the next hearing. The Iowa caucuses are in January. The New Hampshire primary is in early February. What? What? Honestly? And everyone keeps asking me, what's the political effect of this going to be? Oh, let me consult my history books on previously indicted former (laughs) presidents running for another term. Not much precedent. Yeah. No, there aren't any books on the shelves on that. I don't know what the political ramifications are. We are literally going through this together, psychically, politically, legally, and it's uh, it's tough. Now, you were at Mar-a-Lago last mm-hmm. night for former President Trump's, shall we say, defiant speech. What was the mood in the room there? So there were two phases to that mood. One was before the event, and they were in a really good mood. It was amazing. Their guy had just been indicted, and they're happy. And I'm like, what are you happy about? And they're like, well, we're not happy, but we're here to support him. We're here. We, we are here because he's getting persecuted. They were up for it. There wasn't a lot of gravity in that room. And then he started speaking. And I'm telling you, the air went completely out of the balloon. I mean, completely out of the balloon. Go back and listen to the tape. And wait for the times you hear a roar from the crowd. You will wait in vain because I think one of the reasons is they'd all heard it before. It was really nothing new in that speech. If you listen to the Waco speech just a week before, it was pretty much just a condensed version of that. So if this was designed to be the capturing of a moment, a man, an American political renegade being persecuted up against the system, and this is what I'm up against, but I believe in the system and America can get through this and I'm going to lead you through it. No. So if that was the reaction in that room last night, what do you think the reaction is around the country? So I've I've learned, having spent a lot of time covering the former president when he was president, candidate, and now former president, he cares very much about the camera, cares very much about 
how it looks. And the presentation at Mar-a-Lago always looks good. The presentation of Mar-a-Lago, he knows, communicates, I'm a rich guy who's made it. I'm your weapon against the system, the deep state, whatever, and I can do it from my ballroom and everyone's got to watch me. So all of that works at a certain level. There's no question about it. It still works. But does it work the way it used to work? I think that is the very big question that hangs over all this. It felt like something was missing, and the missing part was a sort of synthesis from the Trumpian point of view, what this is and where the country goes to get through it. What's the sense you're getting these days on Capitol Hill, Major? I know you were in Mar-a-Lago last night, Mm -hmm. but are any Trump Republicans on Capitol Hill showing any signs of wavering? No, no. I would say, if anything, this has had a rally around the flag effect for the better part of three years. And this is certainly something that New Yorkers have seen. Republicans at the local, state and congressional level have worked the crime issue very hard. And to, I would say, net political benefit, not universally, but net political, they've won more than they've lost on that. And so saying that Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, is taking his eye off that ball and is obsessed with the former president, and that he made a vague campaign promise to investigate and possibly indict him, that's enough to say this is unfair, that it is a novel approach to prosecuting a case like this gives them more fodder. So that's a pretty safe lane for Republicans to be. It's not pro-Trump necessarily, but it's tough on crime, skeptical of a liberal prosecutor, and procedurally safe. When you see someone like Mitt Romney come out and say he opposes this indictment, that shows you that even people who don't like the former president, who believe he is injurious to the American political system, possibly even a threat. I don't want to put those words in Mitt Romney's mouth. But when he says he's unfit, that's kind of implied. Coming to his defense, at least on the merits of the case or the demerits of the case, you can see that this has a rallying effect that will last for some period of time. Always great to hear from CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. Major, thanks for joining us. Thank you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.